Now they're locking horns around the turn. Nature Strip on the inside of Eduardo. Stride for stride. Nature Strip the inside of Eduardo. Three lengths away to Gichar running on. Rothfire starting to close in. Mask Crusader still back last. Nature Strip trying to palm off Eduardo. It's Nature Strip a neck on Eduardo. Rothfire's battling Gitra is looking to come through the middle. Nature Strip's kicking from Eduardo. Nature Strip just in front. Eduardo's lifting the outside. Eduardo lays it down. Under Nature Strip and Eduardo won it. Eduardo in a gripping finish to the shorts. Ran down Nature Strip. Gitra third, Rothfire fourth. No run-ons. Followed behind then by Hand of the Truth. Add along Mask Crusader and Lost and Running. Well, that was the shorts yesterday. Eduardo stared down Nature Strip and beat him. But we've seen him do it before, so it wasn't a surprise. Joe Pride's the trainer and he's joining us on Past the Post. Joe... Firstly, congratulations. In isolation, a great win in itself and the way he did it, but also what a wonderful lead-up for the, the big dance in a month's time. Yeah, sure. You know, specifically sort of tailored the, the preparation around having him peak on uh, on Everest Day. Um, and it was something we sort of worked out with him last preparation um, going into the galaxy. And so we sort of get a similar similar setup here. He'll be, um, he'll be four weeks between runs instead of three, but he'll have a trial um, in between and, and that will... Just have him ready to go on on um, on the big day. That rain that seemed to uh, certainly wasn't forecast and seemed to come out of almost nowhere. How much did uh, I'm sure you would have gone in that race fairly confident anyway? But how much did that boost your confidence levels in the, the sort of preceding ninety minutes? Yeah, sure. Look, it probably made it hard for a few of them, particularly uh, the ones who were first up for, for a substantial amount of time. Um, we had that residual fitness of a of a Brisbane winter to help us. Um, but uh, yeah, certainly. Good thing about my horse, he's very versatile and he uh, he's run a track record at Ramacon on, on on a firm two and he's also now won you know at the at the top level on, on, on a wet track as well when he won the Galaxy and then again yesterday. So sort of nothing bothers him too much but it certainly probably does bother his opposition a little bit. So a wet track on Everest Day wouldn't be the wouldn't be the worst thing for us, would it? I mean he keeps doing things at the highest level we see it time and time again but do you still think even maybe after yesterday maybe yesterday's changed things a bit but do you still think that sometimes he lives in a shadow that he's that he's not rated or not respected as highly as he should be i know you do but but he always seems to be sort of in that shadow of nature strip yeah look and I, i'd like to think he's probably cast that off now but at the same time i've got to say i enjoyed the preparation going into yesterday not being such a focus you know and it's um it's something that uh, you know, a lot of footy, co- footy football coaches are the same. They don't want to be the, the, the focus of everyone's attention. And uh, as I say, it enjoyed it. And it made the win um, also, I think, even more enjoyable as well, knowing that he you know, potentially isn't recognised. And, and, and I'm tipping we'll go to the Everest the same way. You know, mm. People who don't, I wouldn't say don't like him, but aren't on his, in his corner, will keep finding you know reasons why they don't think he can win. And he keeps finding ways to win. So... Um, it's a great battle. It was a pretty brutal, I guess, drag race almost with, with Nature Strip, wasn't it? You really went head-to-head. Did it, did it take much out of your horse? Like, has he pulled up really well this morning? <laughs> you wouldn't know it this morning looking at him. Yeah, he's bright as a bright button. This has been uh, a recurring thing for him is his um, ability to handle tough runs. Uh, he, he's an amazing horse. I mean, what happened in the Everest last year could have ended a lot of horses. I know a little bit of commentary for, for some very good judges were saying that he'd never win another race after that. Uh, it was an absolute... Gut buster, and um, you know he returned next preparation to to, to win two Group Ones, um, and that's the, that's the nature of this horse. He's a very tough, durable, uh, extremely fast, and 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 very gutsy horse. It's not often you combine all those attributes in in the one package. 
We saw him up here, of course, win the 10,000. You wouldn't call it uh, a dynamic performance, but is it fair to say that he was at the end of his preparation then? I think I think so, yeah. Yeah, look, I mean, it was... Now, that was fourth run of the prep and on the back of some really big performances early, which were clearly better than that performance. Um, so, yeah, look, it's, it's, it's nice when you can have an off day and win a group one. Mm. There's a lot. speaks volumes for the horse. They were calling it the, the Everest dress rehearsal or a mini Everest yesterday. I think you would have taken heart out of the fact that your horse performed, you know, excellently, but some didn't go as well and that doesn't all go well for them in a month's time. Yeah, look, it's probably a tough road there for a few horses now, and that was always going to be the way. There were always going to be horses that were going to to hit the hit the the ground running, and then others that are going to build into it, and then others that probably won't make it at all. So um, I'm happy to be in the hit the ground running category. And um, yeah, look, I, I, I'll try not to focus too much on anything else. Also, over the next month, I've got a job to do. The team and I to, to just keep um, Eduardo ticking over. And Nash spoke to him this morning. He's absolutely having the moon with him, so he's a big part of the team. And um, fingers crossed, he, you know, he doesn't get it suspended <laughs> or anything to take him out of the way because he's he's just integral to the source performing at his at, at his absolute optimum. Oh, well, it's actually that was going to be my next question, Joe. Just tell us, a, uh, give our listeners a bit of an insight into the relationship between Nash and this horse because he really does seem to have the the key to him. Is it his vigorous style of riding that Eduardo likes, or is it something something off the track, or, or what is it? Look, he only ever links up with him race day. You know, he doesn't ride him in any work or anything like that. So. I think it's just something that we see on race day. It's just a, you know, chemistry is probably a bit of a lame way to put it, but there's, there's something between the two of them that, that they, you know, they suit each other. Um, Nash has an amazing confidence in his ability. I mean, he said to me this morning when I spoke to him, Nash, he said he was giving uh, he was giving Eduardo a breather between the 600 and the 300. We, giving giving a horse a breather, he's running 10 threes, 10 fours, <laughs> and going with nature strip, and he's having a breather. Like, ooh, <laughs> that's quite a horse, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, it, it, but he is like he's actually backing off, going that that pace. He's an amazing. Well, I don't know. I always had Terra Vista ahead of him, but I think after yesterday, I've got to promote this horse ahead and 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 say that he is the best horse that I've ever trained. So. John Massara is a very smart man, and when he chose Eduardo for Arrowfield and the Star Casino, his reasoning was he wanted a horse that would be the most competitive, or is the most competitive. And this horse, I mean. You know, he doesn't run a bad race, um, uh, wet or wet or dry, and really, where some horses might be affected by a, a, a barrier in the Everest, uh, that's lesser for him because we know he's got this great speed. So, you know, it, it's it's easy to talk him up after a win, but it's been all there for everyone to see for some time, hasn't it, about this horse? It has, yeah, and, and people tend to overlook the obvious, you know, and they were looking for horses that were coming through the grades and looking good, but... Um horse has been at this level now for mm. 12 months and uh, there's a lot to be said for that. There's a toughness that comes when you've been at that at the level for a while. And you saw yesterday in this race, tough conditions, fast run race, the three horses that stood up were the three grand circuit horses going into it. Three horses that have been there before and done it before. There's, there's a lot to be said for that and punters often overlook that. Is, um, not that it's a matter for you to comment on uh, other horses, but outside of the obvious, you know, your horse in Nature Strip, was there a run that you saw in the shorts yesterday or is there another a runner that's been signed up for the Everest that you, you sort of think, gee, gee whiz, um, you, you know, they're a red-hot chance as well? Is there, is there something outside of the obvious, do you think? I, I thought it yesterday and I haven't changed my mind. Mask Crusaders, the, the horse to, to beat. If, I was, if, I, if I'm worried about any horse, it's about him because I think he's, I think he's taken really good improvements since the autumn. I think yesterday's race... Um, wasn't the right style of race for him. He doesn't look right in the coat yet, but when he does, he'll be hard to beat in a month's time. He's, he's, he's definitely the one that we have to worry about. 
Eduardo's an eight-year-old. He's only had now 22 starts for nine wins. Physically, is he easy to manage? Is he a, a sound horse? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, no, he's really easy to manage. Um, very straightforward in his approach to his work. Um, you just keep things the same for him. He likes Maxine taking care of him, and he likes Michelle riding him every morning. It's an all-girl all team approach around him, and he just absolutely loves life. So uh, he's, he's one of the easy ones. I don't have to put too much, too much thought into Eduardo. He does it all for me. Mm. I think the theme of the interview this morning is uh, people do obviously sometimes ignore the bleeding obvious, and uh, he showed that yesterday. $7 now for the Everest, so at least the market is starting to respect him in from 13. Just before you go, quick word on Private Eye. Yeah, look, I, I think his run was a lot better than possibly his finishing position would suggest. He was only beaten a length and a half. I'll keep making excuses for the source because I did it last week, but I, that wasn't the right style of race for him, and he's just ended up having to... He got on his bike a little bit too early and I think just took the sting out of his finish. Um, wasn't a day for run-on horses, and I think he'd be a lot better suited two weeks' time in a, in a fast run episode. Good on you, Joe. We hope we talk to you again sooner than later. Great. My pleasure. Thanks, guys. Joe Pride joining us this morning. The trainer of Eduardo, who won the shorts at Royal Randwick yesterday.